Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Shipra from Mint's personal finance team, and I'm back with yet another episode of your favorite personal finance podcast. Why not Mint Money? Today's episode is about how students should choose the right credit card and benefit from it. The two major upsides of a student getting a credit card in college is that they get to learn about good credit practices and build a credit score early. A healthy credit score built early will later help them negotiate a better interest rate if they plan to take an education loan for higher studies or any other loan once they start earning. The advice here is the same that goes with every credit card talks to your discussion. Use it prudently, pay all the bills in time and in full. Avoid rolling over balances as annual interest on credit cards is the most expensive among all loan products out there including personal loans. And these disclaimers are all the more important for students because if they are not careful they may get into crushing debt even before they've earned their first rupee. Consider today's episode as a guide to know which type of credit card is a suitable choice for students. I've invited Kashif Ansari who is an assistant professor at Hansraj College University of Delhi as the expert speaker for today's episode Hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey Hi Kashif and welcome to why not mint money Hi Shifra thank you so much for inviting me So Kashif let's start with you explaining to our listeners which types of credit cards are available for students So basically if you look at uh, if you want me to tell you about student specific cards there can be two categories of uh, credit cards which are available for students there is one set of category of credit cards which are available for domestic students and then there are forex cards Uh, which are meant to be for the students who are going abroad so you would see there are some of the banks which are giving these cards primarily if we talk about there is sbi there is access with instaisi then there are two cards from hdfc which are purely student focused right so about the domestic cards you know in what form can a student get these cards because students don't have an income part time you know jobs are not a norm in india they're dependent on their parents for uh, for money so in which ways can they get a student credit card exactly as per since student don't have uh, any source of income so generally what banks do is they look for some source of security for giving uh, the issuing the credit card because ultimately a credit card is what an unsecured loan from bank side so if bank is giving if bank is having some exposure they would like to secure it by some way and the most normal way of securing that is through fd so let's talk about a sbi card or access insta easy these cards are issued when you deposit a certain amount as fixed deposit and on the basis of that you get this card so what they offer extra on this card is let's say the general industry trend is that you get 80 to 85% of your fixed deposit as your credit limit 
and then the bank has the lien on the uh, fixed deposit so in case if you default or if you are not, not able to pay they have the fd to recover that amount so what they do in such case to make it more lucrative for student they allow certain advantages like the apr could be lower the cash withdrawal limit could be more generous generally it is around 30% but in some of the cards you would see the uh, ratio will go to 70 to 80% and then uh, most of these cards since they are targeted to students who are not their premier customer so these cards will have uh, very less renewal as well as annual fees right understood i would also like to mention that sbi also offers a credit card which is bundled with an education loan so if you're taking an education loan from sbi uh, there's a card called sbi student plus advantage card that is student plus advantage yeah yeah and then there's west bengal student credit card also but this is a government scheme i mean yeah that is that is on similar lines to uh, something called uh, kisan credit card something like that they want students to take loan and on the basis of that loan they would give them Uh, a credit card and interest rate would be lower on similar lines uh, there is a card which is going to be launched revamped i should say is vcc vipar credit card which is for smes so these are all cards where you have a loan and on the basis of that loan you are getting uh, these cards as a medium to spend on right right i mean this this is not a credit card per se because it doesn't offer any reward and anything like that and it only lets you spend on very specific sense spends only related to your uh, college true uh, we could even divide the college students into two part like if you look at suppose there is a 3 year graduation program a 4 year graduation program the first half of graduation the first or second year student you would assume that the, those students are not that much matured because they are directly coming from their uh, class 12 exams and they are they have not that much experience but by the end of the college when you are in your third year or last semester you get uh, what should i say you you get a little matured you understand that finance is not like other spheres of life where you could take any kind of risk so after 21 you would see options open up for different regular credit card too but before that i would say uh, most of the people who are getting credit card or banks which are giving credit cards they would like to have some sense of security that's right so from and, and, yeah so you asked about reward also right yeah so i that's what was going to be my next question so we've established that there's a student focus card and then there's a regular card even though options of regular cards are fewer for those aged uh, you know between 18 and 21 but there are still some cards in the market which can you know which a student can get against an fd so let me just talk about these cards visoways a student focus card uh, what is the difference between reward points and annual fees and all those things you know between do, these two kind of cards if you look at the student focus credit cards obviously since banks are giving it to you without you know uh, without much exposure they are without much fees also so the reward rates will be uh, pretty minimalistic the highest that you can think of uh, the highest reward that you can think of any card would be on sbi where, where they give you 2.5 percentage cash back on their student plus advantage card uh, but that is only limited to a certain categories not on all categories this is what you get other 
twice the reward rates are generally one reward point or two reward point per hundred rupees. So that's that's a low category of reward rate. If you compare it with the regular ones, we have three kinds of credit card. Uh, there could be a cashback credit card, reward credit card, or an air mile specific credit card. So the reward rate in these normal cards, which are issued universally to all income uh, salaried and self-employed people, the reward rate is pretty high compared to what you would get in a student-focused card. If you look at the fees, yes, as you move along in the uh, in the chain of credit cards, as you move. Upwards and upwards, the fees is going to be significant compared to the normal fees of four ninety nine or nine ninety nine. Right. So, Kashif, there's also another type which is the add-on card, which a student can get along with yes. their parents. So, why don't you tell our listeners a little about add-on card? How do they work? Whether they help build a credit score or not? You know, other features. Yeah. Okay. See, the add-on card is basically uh, add-on card was basically meant for those people who are dependent on you but does not have any source of income. So uh, this can include your uh, minor children. This can include your spouse if he, if she is not working. So all these people who are dependent on you or who are uh, who are not earning, what you can do is from your own card that you are using, you can ask for a add-on card on that. Which is supplementary, or sometimes called as the complementary card. On that, you can apply for that on their name. They would get that card, but the bill will, the bill reward point, the fees, everything, everything will be connected to your account. So it is just the additional facility that the banks are giving to your dependents, while the ultimate liability for everything lies with the primary card holder. So this is a good way if, let's say, your father is using a credit card and you are not eligible for a credit card, but you want to shift some of your spends on credit card to earn rewards. In that case, your father can give you an add-on card. The bill gets accumulated. Your father pays the fees, but your father also earns reward on the spends that you are doing. So right. this is generally the system. Right, and. You know, on the topic of credit score, uh, do credit cards which are issued against an FD do they help build a credit score or not? See, there are some banks. Uh, I would say Indusind is one where even if you take Indusind card on the basis of FD, they don't put it as secured credit card. They categorize them as. Unsecured credit cards. Generally, any card that you are taking on FD basis is secured credit card because bank has a uh, FD as collateral. So, Indusind generally does not do it. So, you will have an unsecured credit card. And in case of add-on, there are some banks. I could name some of them: ICICI. Uh, then we have One Card, which is a partnership between FPL Private Technologies, Technologies Private Limited, and there are uh, five banks, four banks right now, with whom they have partnered. If you are applying an add-on of these, then your civil account might get generated on that base on the basis of you know taking the add-on. Otherwise, normal rule is if you have an FD card, it will not generate civil. Why is that, Kashif? Because uh, 
I mean, ultimately, it's the student who's uh, utilizing the card and paying the bills. Of course, I mean, the money is coming from a different source, but uh, the responsibility of prudently using the card is with the student. Sorry, I, did I say that it will not be generated? No, it will be generated, but it will be a secured card. Right. So the categories you you will have a account in Sybil, but it will show as secured, not not as unsecured. Okay, so just to be sure and just to make it clear uh, for our listeners, if your card classifies as an unsecured card, then it will help you generate a credit report. Am I right? Uh, you will get other cards on the basis of that, and then your it it helps more than an FD based card in improving or you know sustaining your credit score. Right, understood. Okay, so on the basis of you know what we've discussed so far, uh, which type of credit card do you suggest will work the best for a student? Uh, see, Shipra, first the student has to understand the need of the card. First of all, the first analysis that anybody has to do is to see that on what categories that particular person is spending. So, are you spending on rent? Are you spending on groceries? Are you spending on you know? Uh, a lifestyle products are you spending on something else this is first that you have to see on the basis of that then the second step comes the way you have to select a credit card uh, depending on the reward rate so initially if you think that your spends are lower it would be ideal to take an add on card if your father or mother someone is using that if you think that you have a good amount of spend then you can consider taking fd based card otherwise at initial 18 19 or 20 years age you should first think of you know getting an add on card and after that when you understand uh, in between these year you will understand all the nuances of credit card and then when you start earning you can go for a proper uh, regular credit card that's right that's actually very interesting you how you've broken it down you know as per uh, age and you know how as you progress in your college and your career quite interesting okay so that brings us to the last question of this podcast scholarship some fintechs also offer credit line to students uh, is it a good alternative to a credit card and how is it different or similar to a credit card shipa credit lines are different from credit card uh, credit cards are basically uh, you know a proper product while the uh, bnpl cards that we are fintech cards that we are seeing is nothing but a credit line disguised in the form of prepaid instrument which rbi you know debarred them from issuing or reminded them that you cannot issue this and the problem with credit line is not more related to the structure of the product but the shady practices these fintech companies were doing so i will give you some of the example let's say there was some fintech company at initial stage they did not have any grievance redressal system if something bad happens to your account you would contact fintech company fintech company will tell you to contact the nbfc company nbfc company will tell you contact tell you to contact different tech company and this ping pong will happen so that was one issue another was they were not taking civil seriously so a fintech company has let's say four nbfc partners now they have given you a limit of let's say 20000 by by you know distributing 55000 5, from their four partners and now you are your civil is hit four times and your civil is showing let's say four different loans now one partner 
has left a new partner has come now another loan is you know another loan has been shown in your civil report from another partner so uh, they still do not take full care or you know give the customer service which banks could give and then there were other shady practices the the period to pay uh, the bill or settle the bill is generally between 15 to 18 days in a credit card while it was only 2 or 3 days in fintech max was uni exceptional case 10 days otherwise all of them were 2 or 3 days so all these things all the practices that they have done makes the product bnpl card product a bad product which i would not recommend anyone right completely agree especially for students you know who are not earning anything i think yeah. It, it clearly seems that their agenda is to or their main purpose is to earn from you know the default or the minimum payments that they are going to do right 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 completely agree all right um so that's all for today's episode uh, thanks a lot for joining us kashif thank you so much sipra it was lovely talking to you again that brings us to the end of today's episode if you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover i can be reached at twitter under the username of shipra singh sorath and on linkedin at shipra singh thank you for tuning in see you in the next episode this was a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast